1: Now, another tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. The Daisy Chain. Written for suspense by John R. Forrest. When is it going to stop raining? That's what I ask myself. Is that a knock or is it a storm? That's all to tell. Oh, it's cold, too. I put a shilling in the geyser an hour ago, and the water's cold already. Those scientists who say the climate's changing are dead right.
2: Enough, I think.
1: Now, who'd be out tonight? Only that daisy chain murderer who escaped from jail would be out tonight. Now I see in the paper they're trying to locate his mother. Chances are they'll find them both drowned in the London rain. What I'm trying to say, only evil men. Father, but... stop your silly
2: nonsense.
1: Now, no one with any sense in his novel would be out. Go to the door, Sharon, please. Yes, Father.
2: I'm inside. Oh, take off your coat. I'll put your umbrella over here. I I don't want to be a bother to anybody, but I'm alone now. Very much alone. Do you have a room to let?
1: I'm Fitzfield, dear. This is my daughter Sharon. I'm the proprietor of the premises. We do have one room to let. What's your name?
2: I'm Mrs. Grimes. Mrs. Hetty Grimes, that is. My husband was the late George Grimes of, um Manchester.
1: You're from Manchester, Mrs. Grimes? Yes, indeed.
2: Came all the way by train and then scuttled about in this raid. I, I was so grateful to see your sign. Oh, well, you like the room. It has a great, a cozy conservatory. I'm... I'm sorry about your husband, Mrs. Grimes. Was it recent? Oh, mercy, now It happened 35 years ago, but I never remarried. Oh. Well, largely because of my health. My back has given out several times just lately too. How much rent do you charge for the room? Well, I'm sure we can talk business in the morning, can't we, Father? Uh, uh, Father, would you carry Mrs. Grimes' case into her room? Oh, what a ride. All the way. Oh, the... uh,
1: Manchester, Mrs. Grimes. This way, please. I've been reading about the Daisy Chain murderer, Mrs. Grimes. Oh, Father, stop playing detective.
2: I'll get Mrs. Grimes' fire going. Never read papers anymore, listen to the third program, because it puts me to sleep.
1: Now, we're a little jittery. Right on top of the fog and rain, this daisy-chain murder escaped from jail, right from the hangman's nose he did. You never heard about him in Manchester? <laughs> I dare say everybody in England's heard about him now. Has to be hanged in 30 days. Oh, those poor girls... One in the sand at Bognor Regis. The other one... Uh, where was it, Sharon? Read Park.: Spark. Father, will you change the subject? The last one at Amsterdam. He wasn't any Jack the Ripper. No, not this fine bucko. I'm talking about the killer I am. This one was artistic and sentimental. Left a daisy chain around the necks of his poor victim.
2: Please excuse, Father, Mrs. Grimes. He's an amateur Sherlock Holmes. I still want to cast this on your good nature, but would you happen to have a glass of stout... My back is going out again, and I, I can tell I, I get such a clutch. Right in the small... The part of
1: Manchester, Mrs. Oh, Boyle.
2: what an ugly old city it is. All the mills and coal. I'm so fortunate to find you good people with a room to let... After my bitter journey, and oh, oh, oh my bad.
1: There are some nicer spots in Manchester. Oh, yes, I lived in one of the better places. A lovely part of
2: town for those in modest circumstances. I'm
1: sure you did. And this place. Oh, was, uh... dear.
2: Oh, thank you for the stout young lady. There you are? Oh, yes, it was a beauty spot. I, I must remember the number. Well, no matter. Oh, uh, 23 something. Daisy Bank Road
1: come tomorrow morning we we'll tell her to go she gets a free night's lodging just because we oh, can't oh you're an old fussy. well better be safe than sorry
2: well if you're so worried why don't you notify
1: the inspector well I'm sure I'd feel out of place reporting a harmless old woman to the well, if police she's a harmless old woman why do you well she doesn't talk like the people of Manchester shall we get the ten o'clock news and go to bed I was never one to lean on the cautious side, you understand? But right now, don't what would one thing... do anybody, in... Father? Well, I don't trust somebody from Manchester who doesn't talk that way. Uh, nothing to be done tonight. As your dear mother used to say, may she rest in peace? Tomorrow will be a fairer day. In just a moment, we will return for the second act of... Suspense.
3: Me. It's Jimmy. Open the window. How did you find me? How did you find me? Mama, a little light, not not too much. Oh,
2: why didn't you leave me alone? Why didn't you? How did you find me? Uh, I've got a candle. Now. Now wait a moment. Oh,
3: it easy, Mama. Well, I saw you leave your old pigs this morning. I watched you give the slip to the bobbies. Oh, you were clever, Mama. Oh, they'll get you.
2: Oh, my boy, they'll get you. I had to leave. I knew the bobbies would look for me and find you that way. You shouldn't have followed me. They'll get you for sure.
3: Not if you quiet down. Oh, well, (laughs) it's great to be... I suppose this is home. They keep saying you did it, and you keep saying you
2: didn't do it. Oh, my poor boy, when will it stop? You got me food, Mama? The papers write those dreadful things, and it's on the wireless all the time. Mama, I want some food. Oh, what horrible days are, horrible days. When you were a little boy, you'd go bound into the park and bring me back flowers, singing and laughing. Oh, Jimmy. And then they have started saying all those things about you. Oh, I can't stand it anymore. I can't stand it. It's got to stop.
3: It's got to stop. Oh, is cookies all you've got? Only oh, they a out of fire for a few moments. But there'll be tea. How many people in the house? Only two. The landlord and his daughter. His daughter?
2: It's, uh, it's a slack season with them. Just two people live here. What's
3: the daughter like?
2: You wouldn't be asking about the daughter, Jimmy, if you were my little boy again. Don't you dare ask me about her. What manner of man have I raised? It. Uh,
3: you'll be raising the dead if you don't pipe down. Mama.
2: And you can joke about it. You, with a likeness already made of you with Madame Tussauds.
3: <laughs> I'll be staying with you, Mama. And, and you'll put me up, and you won't tell anybody anything. It'll be just like those other days. Uh, tell me more about the daughter, Mama. What's her name? May the good Lord have mercy on your soul.
1: Is this Inspector Christ? Yes. Oh, Inspector? I left her room last night. A bad night, if you recall. An old woman took the room for a fortnight. Said she was from Manchester. Then this morning she announced her son had come a visiting. Now, while I'm not naturally a suspicious man, I began to wonder about that daisy changes. Oh, yeah, you're a lively one, all right. Well, there's no harm done. We'll have the light in no time. As matter of fact, we've had a call from our station in the south of England saying a boy answering the description has been picked up. So you can stop worrying. Oh, thank you, Inspector. It's all right. Why, oh, I, um, I just wanted to make certain... it again, Father. What
2: did you find out?
1: Scotland Yard has them all right. Or think they have. You know what curiosity
2: did to the kitten?
1: Hey, so look here. Do you think you ought to chat so much with that boy? You know, you spent all morning talking to him.
2: He recites such lovely poetry. Such a nice voice he
1: has. Uh, never worked a day in his life. He's had a lot of schooling. He speaks well. Well, you mind yourself now, yeah? I'm off to the city. Goodbye, Father. So, your kind old father warned you about my
3: offish ways. What does he know about me? I bet he was offended because I recite poetry. Jimmy, you were listening. Well, I couldn't help hearing. Ah, what a beautiful day for the pure in heart! A day when a morning sun salutes its own, the very young.
2: You have quite a way with words.
3: A much better approach when I'm out of doors on the grass, listening to nightingales, (laughs) when peace comes dropping slow. What say we high off to the greengrocers? We get some bread and cheese, some grapes and wine, and dine like royalty under the trees, eh? I know a place on the riverbank. Oh, I couldn't. It's bad form. Just a picnic in broad daylight? Jimmy! Jimmy! Let's go right now. But That's your mother. No. She just can't let me out of her sight. On with us. Come on, let's go. Jimmy, I can't. Quick. Oh, no picnic.
1: In a moment, we will return for the third act of... Suspense. Now, here's Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy.
4: Bergen, when I'm old enough to drive, can I have a car? Not unless you learn to care for it properly, Charlie. Oh, I'm a genius with a monkey wrench. The kids in our block say if Charlie can't fix your car, there's something wrong with it. Now, suppose you have a car. Yeah, let's make it a Corvette. A conservative red with yellow stripes. The color is not important. But if it's any GM car or truck, you should take it to your General Motors dealer for service. Oh, sure, I know. Oh? And what do you ask for? Uh, a credit Guardian Maintenance. Do you know what Guardian Maintenance means? It's the story of my life. Like, you are my guardian and I I maintain you. No. (laughs) Guardian Maintenance is expert service performed by GM-trained servicemen who have the proper tools and the factory-approved parts to do the job right. And it's available to owners of Chevrolet cars and trucks, Pontiacs, Oldsmobiles, Buicks, Cadillacs, and GMC trucks. And red Corvettes with yellow stripes. (laughs)
3: year old Thames is not ugly up toward the source. Do you know that country? Well, a little bit. When I was a boy with my parents. That was before we moved to London. Nice memory. Yeah. Then the blitz. They both killed, 1940. Oh. Oh, Mrs. Grand isn't no, your mother? No, no. She adopted me. One of those war orphanages. <laughs> Raised me since I was four. Yeah. Oh, I'm like her own son, she says. Aaron we're really alone here <laughs> behind the heather. ah to be us plague the weather who can see us
2: who's the mortal lines of those hmm Tell
3: the named name of Grimes yeah a great poet a fine scholar and a man a man who would like very much to be a gentleman oh you really wrote that I thought it was Swift or Moore or somebody you have a fine mind my lady discerning one too but uh, as I was observing, we are quite alone. Now, who really can see us? It is a bit secluded, isn't it? Oh, that Bobby over there can see us. What? way? What Bobby?
2: Oh, you're tipping over the basket. That Bobby over there, he's coming this way.
3: Not a word. D- don't talk to him. What's going
2: on with you? You're shaking. Hey, let me talk. But you yell nearly spoiled the sandwiches I made you're still
3: shaking. Afternoon. Good day for a picnic. You'd better really look at the clouds. Yeah, it, it's clouding a bit. Always does this time of year.
1: Everything all right? Yeah, quite. Since all the murders last year, we talked to the people now and then and ask them the time of day. Well, uh, it's time he was eating now. Better be watching the rain clouds. Afternoon.
3: Why do you act so strangely? He wasn't going to hurt you. He was very pleasant. Yeah, they all are for a while. If, if I pick you some daisies... May I have a sandwich? Oh, look. Daisies all around us. Well, do I get the sandwich? Of course you do. But first the daisies. Well, all right. But let me help you get up. Oh, would you hand me the bottle of wine? You like daisies, Jimmy? Mm? Oh, where well, I used to live, we got fields of them. We lived on Daisy Bank Road. Look out, just telling it. It's
2: a wild look on your face. Better take it off. We're having company again, this time too, Bobby. It's the same one and a friend.
3: Oh, on your feet. And <laughs> come on, do as I say. What? Now yeah, walk this way, only fast. Just keep looking overhead as so though you fear the rain. Fast. But... Come on now, lively. Get, get to the edge of the park. Take the first tramp and I'll be along later. Yeah, get going. You're hurting my hand. Get going. You stay away from Mrs. Grimes.
1: In just a moment, we will return for the concluding act of. Suspense.
2: Father? Papa? No, it's me, sweet child. You and Papa went to the pub, said it was Thursday night. Mrs. Grimes, I'm confused. Has Jimmy been here? Jimmy's with you, isn't he? It was so strange, Mrs. Grimes. We saw some bobbies and he ran. Why did he run, Mrs. Grimes? Why did he? Why? Did he spoil your picnic? Of course he did. Where is he? Why did he run, Mrs. Grimes? I was so headstrong and I was so mixed up. Was it a pretty afternoon? Did you sit down under a tree? Did he read poetry to you? Did he get that faraway look like he was a little boy when he read to you? And did you like the sound of his voice? Did his voice sound deep in his chest? Mrs. Grimes, you have father's key. Why are you locking the door? Did he tell you that your eyes were beautiful, and your hands were pretty? And did he hold your hands? Mrs. Grimes, will you let me out of this room? I'm sorry, but you made me uneasy. Everything in this world will pass, my dear. And never fear you shall be released to join Oh, shall tell me more about Jimmy. Did he make up a little rhyme to suit the occasion? And did he? Oh, that poor girl in Regent's Park. Jimmy was so fond of her. I had to follow her one day and make a daisy chain. But in Bognor, Regis, I couldn't find any daisies. Oh. So I brought some. All the way from Hamstead. A miserable journey on the train, but the little vixen in Hampstead Heath knew how strong I was before I gathered the daisies. So Jimmy was always the fond of picnics and would go dashing off. So I have a beautiful daisy chain for you, my dear Sharon. And I also have strong, sinewy hands. No. Wonderfully strong like Jimmy's. Sharon! Now, poor Jimmy, we're real. But I'd rather let the uh, hangman uh, get him than you, than you or any other girl. Oh, no. Better the hangman than you, uh, Mrs. Burns. You three are very pretty, but I am stronger, you uh, see, Oh, Jerry, you are so oh, no, pretty. This no. is too bad. And the, the others, others, they were so pretty. No. Oh, Sharon, Sharon. Sharon. Oh, it's me, oh, Jimmy. Relax, Mrs. Grimes. <laughs> Let <laughs> go now. Jimmy. Come along, Wendy. <laughs> <boo>. <laughs> all right.
1: Take Mrs. Grimes out of here. Sharon, are you no. all right? Uh, oh, this
2: is my
1: father. I'm Inspector Chris, young lady. Your father's right here. <laughs> Sorry to have made you a sitting duck, so to speak, but we've been outwitted by this Mrs. Grimes <gasps> for one entire year. <clears throat> and she's really Mrs. Mabel Dodds, Jimmy's foster mother. I was in on it, too, Sharon. That is, at the very last I was in on it. You'll forgive your father? Me too, Sharon.
3: You know, everybody thought I was the daisy chain murderer until Scotland Yard got suspicious and they arranged my escape. Ah, you think we can... You think we can ever have a... a civilized picnic? Oh, Jimmy. (laughs) Can you ever have a picnic with a man who already has an image cast at Madden Tussauds? I... I'll think about it.
1: Suspense. You've been listening to The Daisy Chain, written for suspense by John R. Forrest. In a moment, the names of our players and a word about next week's story of suspense. (laughs) Suspense. as Jimmy, Joan Loring as Sharon, and Jane Rose as Mrs. Grimes. Others in the cast were Brett Morrison, Marvin Peisner, and Mercer McLeod. Listen again next week when we return with End of the Line by Murray Burnett. Another tale well calculated to keep you in
0: suspense. Sick of being upsold at gyms?